0: fiends and horror hounds this is brett from dimension c joined as i always am by greg of the dead how you doing man doing good how's it going great because we're back in the world of basket case i absolutely love all three of these movies even though like i the first one is the best of them for sure and two is completely different but i enjoy it and three is definitely like a kind of a step down from two but i still find it fun but we're on to Basket Case 2, finally, from 1990. Um, when did, well, we covered the first one, what, like a, over a year ago, I think.
1: Yeah, it was, it was just a little over a year ago, I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I'm glad to be back here. Once again, written and directed by Frank Um, uh, Basket Case 2 is different for me. I like it still. It's fun. It's the world I want to be in, like these kind of movies and everything. But when you compare it to that first one, it is a, a fairly steep drop for me going from Basket Case to Basket Case 2.
0: Well, even when we um, did our interview with Terry Susan Smith uh, from Basket Case 1, check out that episode, everyone, all you basket heads out there. Um, what I've talked about was like, I love like mostly about Basket cases, like the setting. It's like the gritty New York. It's like, Franken and Lawder basically just walking with like a sixteen millimeter camera on the streets, and everyone's like looking at him weird kind of thing. Where this one's much more polished, but it almost reminds me of maybe like a Texas Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw Two type thing. I'm um, the first hard one, disagree. the first one's real gritty and stuff, and then the second one they kind of go for more humor, and it's much more polished.
1: I don't know. I'm gonna hard disagree on that comparison there because. Texas Chainsaw 2 is a masterpiece. And they nail the humor so well in that movie. Yeah. Um, Where maybe the funniest scene in this movie is the fat freak kind of waddling down the stairs for 10 minutes for some reason.
0: When Dwayne's walking around. I love the Belial and Eve lovemaking scene. I do
1: not. I, I do not love that scene.
0: Once again, uh my wife and I's desk are side by side and she sits over there to my right and plays video games and I sit here and watch my shitty movies. And there's this loud sex scene going on and she stops her game and looks over and's like, "What are you watching?" Cuz it's just these two creatures fucking.
1: Yeah, just two monster puppets going at it like um it, it's bizarre, but no this movie's fun. It's um I think the biggest problem with it is they got rid of that incredible mane of a haircut that Kevin Van Hennenreich had in the first one and gave him, like, the Zoomer broccoli haircut
0: Oh for this yeah. movie. He's the originator of all that, like, new, like, just out of high school, like all those guys have. I've seen them around. I worked with one for a little bit. Yes. Uh,
1: you ready to jump into this? We got a good bit to get through.
0: Oh, yes. Let's record this fucker. Starts with a part
1: one recap. Of yes. Very long title card opening credits. And then the news story about Dwayne and Belial and they're being put into an ambulance and everything. Remember the end of basket case? They're in a fight. They fall off the building splat and they land right. how they were. And Beverly from the first one gets a little cameo appearance here being interviewed.
0: Oh, I love it so much, and she's not obviously wearing a wig of hair that she wore, like, seven years beforehand.
1: Dude, Uh, the wigs, I'm 99% sure make a return, though, because I was looking at Granny Ruth's hair the whole time. I'm like, that's a fucking wig.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> There's two, Granny Ruth and Susan are watching the news, and they know what they have to do. Um, I love this Dwayne and Belial in the hospital, because... Dwayne's in, like, almost a full body cast and everything, and Belial's in the other room chained. and part of me, I'm like, why is all this security for him, just because he's different, but no, you forget, they did murder, like, ten people in the last one. Granted, most of them terrible people who deserved it, but not all either, though. Some of them was, one of them, at least, was just Belial killing, and so, which brings me to my biggest kind of, like, what am I supposed to think of this movie? where yeah. the reporter doing the story on them and everything is portrayed
0: as this villain. She's not. She's not a bad person at all. She's actually trying to catch the brother serial killers.
1: Yeah, and we're to see her as this terrible person. No, she's doing her job trying to, like, get the story about out about who killed these people and track them down and everything. Which, like I said... A lot of them were the mean doctors who, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, um, crap, I can't think of her name all of a sudden. What's Terry Susan Smith's character's name? Oh, uh... Sharon. Yeah. Sharon, that's it. Um, but Sharon was
0: just an innocent person, so like, yeah, that's not a villain. No, yeah, true, there was a lot of blood on that crotch. Yes. If you want to hear some funny behind-the-scenes stories about the making of that scene, go back to our Terry Susan Smith episode and check it out, everyone.
1: But Belial's awake, his eyes low, and that makes Dwayne wake up.
0: What do you think about new Belial? The new design on him? Really? Oh, I love him. I fucking hate it. He looks so different. It's definitely like they got to throw more money at him and stuff. I love the classic design, but I love New Belial with his teeth, and his like head kind of moves more now. And No, I
1: want my mashed potato monster from the first movie.
0: I, well, in this one, we'll get there, but we get a maniacal laugh scene.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I want Belial to be more monstrous than everything, like the first no, movie.
0: He's a sack of potatoes, still. Yeah, but he... He has
1: more, like, human regular expressions and everything. He has, like, regular eyes, not these black soulless eyes. Like, I yeah. I like that, Belial.
0: Also, I have this on Blu-ray, which means sometimes you see more than you should. And especially with, like, the other interesting people's, like, uh, makeup and stuff, their mouth is just supposed to be, like, a dark chasm kind of thing. It's just a dark mouth, but it's definitely sparkly fabric.
1: I I watched on Blu-ray also, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. But the cop who's guarding the room's hitting on the nurse, and he's distracted. And I love how you see them kind of, like, shuffling about behind him through the room.
0: (laughs) Oh, God, it's great, because Belial wakes up Dwayne. Because Dwayne's still, like, knocked out, and Belial wasn't as bad. And he's like, fuck, well, I can't really get around. I don't want to leave my brother behind. He's still my brother, I guess. He, like, starts controlling his body, and he's just, like, awkwardly, like, walking around. It's like he's in an Edgar suit from, like, Men in Black. Yes. well, <laughs> Because he has this, like, huge leg cast. His hair, luckily his head is wrapped in a bandage, so the wig doesn't look as bad as it probably would.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Like, think back to uh, brain damage when he stepped onto the uh, subway car. That's a wig. Oh, yeah. And it didn't look great.
1: But the cop goes into the room, gets his throat crushed by Belial, and they sneak, sneak around and take this old man in another hospital room's coat and a <laughs> cleaning cart to sneak out.
0: The whole time, the old man's just petrified in fear while this, like, mutilated bloody man and a potato monster are, like, rummaging through his clothes. I, and the security in this hospital is so horrible. Because they're just, they're not trying to be sneaky or anything. They're just fucking herky jerky walking around, like right behind security guards and doctors and everybody. Like nobody notices. I love the best one is when they walk by the security guard that's asleep with the donut. Yes. It's like the old man.
1: They get outside and the van with Granny Ruth and Susan pulls up and like, Dwayne, Dwayne. And then she goes, Belial! And they stop, and they help him put him in the van. They drive away before the cops find out.
0: This is a, like, in the stuff, when he pulls up in the car. It's like, get in to the little boy. Of the little boy doesn't know him, he doesn't know the little boy. It just happens.
1: Well, no, I get why, because it was already, pub- like, publicized where they were being held at what hospital. And they saw it on the news they went after him this well, one makes yeah, sense
0: gr- grandma knows but belial and dwayne are just like okay get in van i guess well
1: because belial's name hasn't been publicized either so this person knows the name belial that's weird and what other choice are we gonna hobble through the city and hope we don't get picked up like this
0: just for right back to the hotel broslyn Which when me and Greg did our New York City trip, I remember beforehand, he's like, throw out like a couple ideas of places you'd like to visit. And one of my first ones, I think even before CBGB's was like, can we find where the Hotel Broslin scenes were filmed? He's like, no.
1: It's all torn down anyway. It's not that anymore.
0: We could stand in the exact area. No. (laughs) That's now a Starbucks probably.
1: Dwayne wakes up in a bed being stared at by a bunch of monsters, falls right back asleep. But then when he wakes up for real, he meets Granny Ruth and Susan, and they run basically like a sanctuary home for people like Belial.
0: Yeah, Granny Ruth, very, um, played by Annie Ross, who was a professional, um, British American singer and actress. Uh, she was a jazz vocalist, is what she was most known for. And then she also did, Basket Case 2 and 3. She
1: does fine. Honestly, she seems overqualified in this movie.
0: Yeah, I love her. Yeah, she's great. It's like a Betsy Palmer walking on Friday the 13th of like, I'm kind of above this, but I'll play with you people for a couple <laughs> weeks. I need a car. Ruth talks to Belial and gives him a new basket.
1: She's like, I understand you're comfortable living in a basket. Well, this do? I was very happy. That was very nice of her.
0: Yes, he likes his baskets. Well, thank you. you. don't want to just be in, like, a crate or anything. Like, a wicker basket is going to breathe. Like, people sit on wicker chairs.
1: Not me, dude. I don't trust them. No, me neither.
0: I do legit, like, want to just... My mom has this exact basket in her house. And, like, all moms have in their house. And it's just filled with blankets. I want it so bad.
1: We used to have one filled with the dog toys. Yes, but eventually, the dogs destroyed it. But uh, they meet the others in the attic. Um, I'm partial to this one, Lorenzo, who sings and has, like, the big teeth oh. coming out.
0: I like um. Well, he's got the giant mouth, and he that's the yeah. only thing that he really does. Um, there's giant teeth guy. The guy that I like the least is Wormface.
1: Oh, uh, Wormface?
0: Oh, uh, he also grosses me Brett, out.
1: The Toxic Avenger is here.
0: Oh, yes. Well, I love the, like, oh, he's very shy, and I had to buy him. Yes, you heard me right. Buy him from his parents, because that's the only way I could save him. He's very shy, and he's like, whoo, <laughs> And then he, you like, poops poops Belial, Belial on the stuff. nose. <laughs> yes.
1: And then there's one like you, Belial, Eve. She's been all alone and, like, quiet over here. Unseen, she's under a blanket, but you can tell she's roughly the same shape, another Pink mashed potato monster.
0: But it's got sexy girl eyes and like a sexy hand. And later and, on, we and see it, has, it has boobies.
1: Kind of. Nipples is the way I, saw I, a nip-
0: it. I I saw a nipple.
1: Yes. It's been a year later since the hotel incident. And this reporter, Marcy's boss, wants an anniversary story. <laughs> and wants her to go find out if this freak commune still exists.
0: Well, I love that it's, um, there is no story left to tell though, sir. Like we've run it dry. He's like, I don't care. Make stuff up. Say he went here. Say he went there. Contact some um psychics. Anything. Like the public eats the stuff up and she's like, yeah, I know, but there's no story left.
1: That was Frank Lauder sitting down to write this movie.
0: Well, no, that's more Frank Lauder setting down to write Basket Case 3, because if I remember right, he really didn't want to make that one, but the studio was like, two did well.
1: Kind of. <laughs> but people <laughs> like Basket me. For Basket Case standards.
0: And guys and graphic tees and beards. and yes. <laughs> they have glasses.
1: But she calls this oddities, and, this oddities exhibit owner who says he has one of the twins. And he's like, oh no, no, it's late, it's late. It's like, well, what if I pay you a hundred dollars? And like, okay, sounds good. Hangs up the phone. And this man who's also wearing, I forgot to mention, like, those a old onesie. tiny
0: like hunter pajamas with like the butt flap and everything. And they're stained all to hell. Um, he's also drinking a lot, which I understand because he must have just lost his brother to some killer clowns where him and Pooh Bear went to go check out what the tent was. He does really look a lot him. like that, dude. And he sounds a lot like him too, because uh he's like, I'm not opening, it's pretty late, I'm tired. She's like, I'll give you a hundred dollars. He's like, a hundred dollars, sure. And then like they hang up and he's like, a hundred schmackaroonies, woohoo! And he does that like old man drunk dance.
1: <laughs> dude, this guy is wild. I love him. But Granny Ruth shows up like right away, like. Man she got here quick and thinks it's the reporter who just called him and gives her a tour and everything and there's a mermaid, a two-headed boy, and then Belial's skeleton. And I was like Quite odd, how did he fit in a basket? He's rather large uh he gets oh. some technical trouble like his bones expanded after death
0: Yeah. It's like oh okay well I love cause she's also looking over it of like animal bones Chicken wire, plaster, you cheap fake, you horrible, horrible man, and start like reading him his rights of like, How dare you exploit. And
1: then she leaves and comes back with a basket and says, You owe Mr. Bradley an apology, and he opens the basket. Oh. <laughs> and dude, He's the, spring-loaded up in the action on Belial in this movie is well improved. He leaps oh. out of this thing so many times.
0: Because every time you get an overhead shot of the basket and they open it, you know you're getting spring-loaded Belial shooting at you every time. And you know it's coming, but it's great. I love, though, too, he's walking up to He's like, there's nothing in the basket. Oh, 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 oh there's in there. And then, of course, spring-load.
1: Then later, the real reporter arrives and is looking around and finds him gurgling in a tank.
0: Yeah. Well, it's great, because she kind of, like, looks over, because she's like, okay, well, like, uh, there's some destroyed stuff, there's a hole in the wall, then there's a fish tank, and he's just like, like, he spits up blood, like, onto the fish tank, and she's like, ah, like, half his face is missing. Dude, next, a scene I
1: didn't expect to see, we get Belial at therapy.
0: I know, holy shit, this goes, like, deep into, like, no, Belial is, like, a person-
1: Yeah, he is. He is a person.
0: He has his own thoughts and things other than just kill and scratch face.
1: And she's translating for us, basically. And she's like, you miss and need your brother, but you also hate him. I want you to think on these feelings before our next session. Like, you know, like a regular therapist.
0: Because these Belial's making noises and they're like, you love him? It's like, Rawr. but you also hate him. He's like, <laughs> uh,
1: this other thing is running throughout the whole movie is Dwayne doesn't see himself as a freak. He doesn't fit in here, which is kind of true. Like he doesn't really look like he fits in with the rest of them. And wants Susan, who also appears normal, to leave with him and they can go have a normal life together.
0: Yeah, where he just needs to walk around with his shirt off so they can see his cool scar on this side. I mean, it still was a little pedestrian
1: well, compared to the moon face guy.
0: We do, uh, once again, get a screen full of Kevin Van Hittin' Rick ass in this movie as well. Where do we get it here? Where he's, like, looking at his side in the mirror oh, during yeah. some point, and then it is, it's just his butt.
1: <laughs> the but Dwayne tells Granny Ruth that he plans on leaving, and he goes to the attic to tell Belial, and belial and eve are holding hands and he's like i don't mean to interrupt anything but we need to have a talk takes him in his basket out to the garage and they're talking and he's giving this big speech love kevin van henry and it fits perfect with this movie but the worst guy delivering long dialogue when he's conversational He's fine, like conversational dialogue. He's great. Yeah, whatever he gets his long speeches, and it's just the same as first one. I'd be mad if it was improved. Just the worst, and I love it. No,
0: hey, I love. Yes. He's almost like he's almost like manic in his like dialogue. I was watching. No, this, he, and he's
1: so bad.
0: I'm watching this. I was like, he could be like, if they um did like a knockoff Psycho during this time, he could have been like knockoff Norman Bates.
1: No. Sure. No, no, no. He's
0: weird in his mannerisms and stuff. I love Kevin Van Hittenrick. I met the man. He's amazing. Oh, I have nothing against him. And don't let it be said that
1: he's a great actor.
0: I love him in the couple, in all three basket case movies and that one brain damage. I do too.
1: And it fits perfect for these movies. But I'm just saying, like, he's terrible at acting.
0: No, I think he's one that he was almost like a um fuck, who's uh in Friday the thirteenth, part four, he does the funny dance. Oh, um, Crispin Glover. He's almost like a Crispin Glover type, yeah. Where like he's just so odd, it seems. You have
1: lost your mind. You it's gone. I
0: love him. I love Kevin. I love his acting in this so much.
1: But anyway, when he says how he likes Susan and wants to leave with her. Belial starts laughing at him with the creepy human laugh that they've given him.
0: <laughs> with his, like, horrible teeth. And, like, his face gets way too human at this point. Because he starts cackling. He's like, <laughs> like, Don't laugh at me! It's like, Belial's like, even I got a girlfriend.
1: <laughs> the Marcy the reporter arrives at the house and with her photographer friend, and she, only she goes in, and Granny Ruth does not care for her at all, starts reading down how your sensational stories are terrible for people, all this kind of stuff, and says, I'm retired anyway, my only patients are a few elderly women in the community, this interview is over, and she's making her leave, but right then, Dwayne walks in the door, and there's a big, like, Dun, dun, dun. Holding the basket, too.
0: Because Kevin Van Hinton Rick, he's a very unique looking person. You see him, you're going to recognize him. For he sure. shows up at your door and she's doing the story on this guy. So she definitely has seen so many pictures of him. And like you said, he comes through the door with the basket. And I love Granny Ruth tries to almost be like, oh, that's little Jimmy from down the road. He helps us with the groceries, right, Jimmy? It's like, yeah, here's your groceries that they put in wicker baskets right there. exactly you wanted a lot of potatoes right wink
1: but marcy goes back to the car and definitely recognized him we get kevin uh dwayne doing the did she recognize me i don't know did she recognize me i don't think she recognized <laughs> me do you think she recognized me i hope she didn't recognize me and then she gets back to the car and yes yeah, she recognized him.
0: well because Grainer ruth is like she 100 percent recognized you did you not see her face But Dwayne's going to stay and fight. Uh, They're already prepared
1: for war, when in reality it's going to be someone sneaking in to take a picture of you.
0: Oh my god, they're prepared for, like, the town folk are going to show back up with their pitchforks and their, like, flame uh, and their torches and everything and try to drive us out of the village again. It's like, holy shit.
1: But... They have a secret elevator that she takes to the attic for some reason. I don't know. (laughs) You've gone up the stairs all the other times. What's the point of the secret elevator up? Yeah. But they go up and she gives this big rallying speech to
0: all the troops. This speech is so fucking amazing where she's like, are you going to leave and cower in the darkness like we always have? And like all the unique people are like, oh, oh, no, no, uh uh." And they're like, or are we going to fight? And they're all like, yeah, kill the, like, normal humans.
1: (laughs) Again, not a villain.
0: (laughs) 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 She just came face to face with the man
1: that went on a murder spree with his brother. And everyone's like, these terrible people coming
0: into our house. No. I know they want to stay hidden and stuff because they like just Grandma Ruth's place, but who cares if everyone knows yeah that's where they're at it's not like they go on field trips yeah even if they did so what? i get what you're saying yeah no it's just like yeah
1: some odd people live here granted very odd a lot of them but yeah they just live there
0: yeah which i want to um real quick we i already said like i hate worm face guy so much he's the one that i would like want to be the least which one do you like the most
1: I mean, we're taking Belial out of the equation, correct? Yeah, of course. Um, Probably Spiral Tooth coming out of Face Man, like with the the big, like, baleen-looking teeth coming out.
0: Yeah, he's really crazy. You see him in a lot of shots. Um, yeah. Nose Man, I feel bad for him, because you just see his nose constantly running on his own face. So you really don't want to be him. And just the human frog is pretty cool. I like because I'm a big f- fan of frogs, so yeah. I really love Human Frog Man.
1: But that night, Ruth and Susan are pretending to leave in the van, as the photographer and Marcy are outside and like well, they left. Someone's still here. though all the lights are on. The photographer's supposed to go and just get a picture of Dwayne,
0: right? And because that's what's that'll safe. be enough
1: Don't... to get them to come back and see Belial.
0: Yeah, do not get near Belial. He's too dangerous. Just get Dwayne. And the f- photographer's like, I-, I could get, if Belial's there, I'm going to get Belial. And they're like, no, no, it's too dangerous. Don't do it. Like, promise me. He's like, yeah, yeah, I promise. You know exactly what's going to happen immediately. Um, This is always, I hate these scenes in movies so much because they make me so anxious. Of when, like, someone's trying to sneak into a place, where like other people don't know that they're there and that they're not just there to like rip them apart and kill them. They're trying to get in and out without being detected. Oh, I hate it so much. It makes my skin crawl. Like.
1: Yeah. He's at the window and the grand Dwayne knows he's coming. He's pretending to be on the phone. I don't know who he's allegedly talking to, but talking about how Belial's in the attic and he's so sick. He can't come down. He's really weak right now. So yeah, he's going to go get a picture of Belial
0: you want to talk about bad acting i love dwayne pretending to act on the phone I'm just, yeah. yeah belial's real sick no granny ruth left in the van with susan they will be gone for exactly 45 minutes nope he's real sick gonna go check on him now upstairs on the third floor Yep, hanging up the phone, click. And he's like, stares at him for a second. He's like, oh, ah, uh, uh, da 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 da.
1: <laughs> Dwayne basically leads him to the attic when he goes. Oh, I forgot something downstairs, or like he got pictures. He goes, "What was that noise? I better check it out." It's one of those staircases that have two like ways oh. to go up and down. So he goes purposely down the other way that the photographer got isn't. So now the photographer is alone, and he goes up to
0: the attic. Because photographer man, it, like I thought the flash was going to go off. It was going to be that dumb. Luckily, it wasn't that. But it's one of those old school cameras that's like, click, 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 click like super yeah. loud.
1: It might as well have been the kind that you have to hold the flash bulb and all the smoke goes off and everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's dust covering his back. He's still trying to act. <laughs> what was that? <laughs>
1: But he, he climbs up the steps and opens the little attic door. And he's like, hey, Belial, I'm not here to hurt you. I just want to take a picture of you real quick. Um, there's going to be, it's, there are flashes on this. There's so going to be a big bright light, so don't be scared. He's like, this dude kills people. I'm going to say who I am, what I'm doing, what mm-hmm. to expect, and leave.
0: Honestly smart. Yes. Again, not really villains. No. But But, think about how terrifying you're Greg. You're this photographer. You're up in this dark attic. You're thinking like, Oh God, I'm going to like meet this potato monster. Like real quick. Like it's killed many, many people. Yes. You you do the flash. It's a room full of unique persons that look a lot like Belial in certain different ways. Uh, They all have unique features and stuff. And then he starts like, he does another flash and another they're starting to get closer to you
1: <laughs> and look i'm i'm gonna get this out of the way too you said unique persons i i get what you're doing and that's nice
0: well they say that in the well, movie I,
1: i'm not here to make fun of anyone with facial differences i understand it does suck if you're born like with something like or a condition that's like really out there like yeah your life's gonna be hard like i'm not picking on anyone these are aren't even made no, like any kind what? of cases we've seen in the most extreme cases. There's, there's a lady a man with... with a moon for a face. There's a frog man, there's a gargoyle man. They're they're monsters. Come on. There's
0: there's a man with a rat head. There's a lady that's head looks like a tree stump.
1: Yeah, exactly. So like I I I appreciate what you Hey. When you say,
0: these unique looking people.
1: but No, they, they just straight up made monsters for this movie.
0: Oh, yeah. But they I say unique looking persons because that's what they say in the movie, and I enjoy that. Oh, okay. Also, I was born with Brett face, so I can say whatever.
1: Exactly. <laughs> but he takes the picture, sees them with the flash... And then turns to the left, and that's where Belial actually is, who does uh-huh. rips him into the attic. And this goes on forever, but does his classic Belial claw at his face so the actress to run around with his puppet on, bump yeah, into things. That's
0: great. But one of the
1: others picks up the camera and keeps taking pictures, so the flash is going off nonstop. Yeah. Marcy's outside and sees this going on, and she takes off.
0: Well, because you can see the silhouette of the photographer getting killed in the window
1: yes by belial um she tells phil this guy what happened and so he has a plan did you recognize him he looks super familiar i didn't know if he's just a good actor or like that that stood out or do i know him
0: he was dr edward pretorius from from beyond oh no shit that's awesome Yeah, I was like, I was the exact same way. I recognized this guy from somewhere, and then I clicked on his name in Letterbox. I was like, he only has eight credits. I'm like, from Beyond, that's what it is.
1: Yeah, so he's used to this kind of movie. Like, I mean, From Beyond's like definitely different, but like these nasty, gross, like super special effects movies.
0: If you think about From Beyond, he almost turned into a Belial type in that movie. I'm so sorry that I mispronounced his name. It's Dr. Edward Patelius!
1: Exactly. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, she takes off. She talks to Phil and tells him what happens. He calls the house and threatens to have all these police there unless they put Dwayne on the phone. They do. He wants them to meet him
0: at this bar. Oh, yeah, this was... Because I've only ever seen Basket Case 2, like, two or three times. Like, I saw it, like, the original time, like, when I first saw it, then I bought it on Blu-ray and watched it one more time. This So, this is probably, like, the third time ever um, that I've seen it. Don't worry, that's
1: probably only, if I'm being real, that's probably my second watch of it ever.
0: Oh. But he's a two um, or three, yeah, I, same. Yeah, I know.
1: But, yeah, uh, I have the collection one, two, and three.
0: Oh, I need to, oh, yeah, you got that cool collection. I've am I'm got the uh, individual Blu-rays. I still need to get uh, three. But um, I forgot the bar twist.
1: Yeah. Which, okay, so let's run this out. He meets him at this bar. And he does. And they're sitting there. He's trying to win him over and everything. Like, I can help below. He's already in a place that has help. Well, I can help you and going on and everything. But what this is is a trap set by Dwayne. Where all the other patrons and workers at the bar are the freak people. And they all have these plain faced masks to blend in and you know it works with some of them i guess yes because some of them just have regular shaped faces
0: the one lady though looks like sid from ice age and another one again i've mentioned him a few times literally has a moon face oh i love the giant remember when you said the guy that was waddling down the stairs yeah he's like a huge like he's got this ginormous head he has like a giant mask as well
1: I like the ones with the regular size masks on ginormous heads. <laughs> or take you know, them.
0: There's the guy that's like, um am shy, but there's like, Ooh, like the big guy where yeah. he, he has his mask on, but the one eye is above the mask.
1: <laughs> but the Phil pulls a gun and is like, no one needs to get hurt. I'm going to get away. He's going to try to escape through the kitchen, walks back through there and sees the real bartender was killed by Belial after he trips on a wicker basket And Belial's right there covered in blood after killing this guy. Another, honestly, few minute scene of Belial and this dude just slamming into everything in the kitchen.
0: There's also a couple of the times where you can see, like, where the Belial puppet is, like, split at the bottom where it's connected to the person's body. Yes. Or of, like, oh, that's another thing of, like, this movie belongs on VHS.
1: Maybe not Blu-ray. But Bilal kills him, then they all get in the van and leave. They, Bilal took the guy's wallet, though, and they find Marcy's card in his wallet. Marcy just got a the shower at home. She gets a phone call. No one there. Goes back in there. Blow dries her hair, Brett, for three seconds. Yes. I used to have fairly long hair. I used to be a cool kid when I was a teenager. I had that
0: long headbanger uh, oh. hair. I had really long hair, too. It went, like, past my shoulders at one point. Yeah. Once or twice, I would blow dry it. That's a long process. Oh, like, yeah. It takes forever. Not... And even when you're done blow drying it, a lot of times it's still kind of wet.
1: Yeah. She turned the blow dryer one and that was it. <laughs> yeah. That's all. I just thought that was amusing. Then the phone rings again. No one there again. She calls Phil. No answer from Phil. And then turns around and Dwayne is in the house. And he's like, I thought you've been looking for me. You wanted to talk to me and interview and all this kind of stuff. No, not now. She's rightfully freaked out because, again, Dwayne is a murderer to her, not our heroes. And she's like, no, 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 not now. He goes, whoa, he's going to be so sad. Who? My brother you've been writing about. He went in an interview. It would be his first one ever going on. He's being all, this is his, like, plot twist big speech moment and everything like this. He's playing it up. He's hamming it up and everything here.
0: And you do not see a Norman Bates performance here?
1: No, no, not in the slightest.
0: Especially with, I think what helped me with it too, is like, we're supposed to root for them, but they're also the bad people. Same with Norman Bates, and especially the Psycho, like Psycho 2, 3, and 4. The sequels, of like... yeah. Yeah, that's when I'm more, I see this performance as, is Psycho 2 and 3. More than like okay. the original is what I'm saying. We,
1: we can talk then. Otherwise, if you're saying he could be him in Psycho, Alfred no. Hitchcock's well, bowling in his grave.
0: Well, I mean, he, I think he could, but I see him more as like a two or three Norman Bates. Look at all this praise I'm showering over Kevin Van Hittenrick. I know.
1: <laughs> but he pulls out the basket and it's empty. And she's like, Oh. I guess I let him out already. He's hiding somewhere in the house with all of us or something like that. like, all of us and all of them are in the house too. Dude, they're in every room.
0: It's like the hamster got out of I let it out of the cage. Who knows where it is?
1: Dude, she goes into the bathroom. They're in the shower for some reason. They're everywhere. (laughs) Where have they been hiding this whole time? Yeah. But then I love you get a... He looks at the clothes basket in the corner when she comes back out, and she has a knife at this point. She's going to fight. And he looks at the basket, and this is such a fun throw. Because remember in the first movie, they say this line so many fucking times. It is cool that he finally gets to say, What's in the basket? And you know, that's the big audience clap moment
0: and everything. Yeah, they said the line. Even I was like sitting here alone, and I was like, Yes, they said it. I forgot about it. Now I remember. (laughs) And
1: Belial obviously jumps out of the clothes basket. And mauls her face. I can't put her on count of the dead for this next reason. Him and all, everyone's looking down over her. And like, you should see yourself. You're a freak now too. And her face is all, like, the effects on everyone else all twisted up and everything. She's still alive. I don't know if they let her to live like this or what. So she's not on the count.
0: <laughs> it's like she just goes to live with
1: Granny Ruth now? I thought, I thought that was going to be the next scene, to be honest.
0: Oh my god. That'd be so horrible of like having to like oh we did that to you, and like every day she's just like glaring at everyone.
1: <laughs> Next we have a cookout at Granny Ruth's yard, oh and my God. everyone's well, having a great time.
0: This is I love this so much because this happens a few times. Like I've seen it in different movies. Of you get someone with like a big prop head or like a mascot head or like this. It's supposed to be like it's like and like an effect. And it just has a big mouth. And they just sh- throw food into the mouth. Like, yes. Yeah. Because it's just like we get so many of like they just put the like hot dog in the mouth and just shove it in. Um, Somehow the one with the huge teeth is eating the corn without the teeth.
1: Yeah. We're just going to let that go. Maybe he has yeah. other teeth.
0: Oh, I love she goes over to the shy one, too. He's like, how many hot dogs have you had? I think you've had more than five. Oh, it's okay. Have as many as you want. And he's like, woohoo!
1: <laughs> but Dwayne and Belial are inside. Belial's upstairs with Eve, and Susan goes to check on Dwayne. And he still wants to leave with her. They have this big conversation. And like, but we're, we're not like them. He's like, yes, we are. We are exactly like them leading on to something. Dude, they stretch us out so much cuz they kiss and they're making out on the bed and everything. Oh, cuz he he gets the psychic connection. He knows Belial's getting it on and then they start.
0: Well, I, there's a thing where like uh, Granny Ruth says to Susan like, "Where's Belial?" It's like, "Oh, well, uh Eve really missed him, so I let them uh kind of have some alone time." And she like nudges Granny Ruth like, "Oh, they're going to finally fuck each other." But yeah, we'll just get this out of the way. Okay. So
1: cutting back all, and forth between the two of them.
0: All of a sudden it's returned to Nukem high and the nuclear penis comes out. Yeah. So she's hinting at, it, and you know, she's going to have something. Yes. She's
1: like, I need to tell you something. I need to tell you something. Like when he's going to undress her and she's like, wait, we can't, I'm pregnant. He's like, what? Cause she doesn't look pregnant. She goes, I've been pregnant for six years. He just doesn't want to come out yet. Granny Ruth says he'll come out when he's ready. And she has this, like, open wound on her stomach that, like you said, the mm-hmm. thing it looks like Return to N- Class of Newcomb High, where this monster pops out of her stomach. Ah, <laughs> like,
0: wah! I a scan
1: from Beetlejuice.
0: No, but I love, like, the, it's the hand puppet. It pops out. It's like, nah, nah, at, like, Dwayne. And then it goes back down in, and she's like, ooh. She's
1: like, oh, she says to Dwayne, don't be afraid of him. Like, he's not going to be afraid of this. And Dwayne freaks out. He starts spazzing. And he accidentally pushes her out the window. Yeah. And she lands on the table at the cookout. She's dead. Granny Ruth like, fine, Dwayne. And all the freaks assemble and start their search party. Now, what was going on upstairs is Belial and Eve are fucking... They're two hideous puppets. Frank Hennenlotter is just having the time of his life making this go on
0: bravo sir you you got belial laid more than reggie bannister got laid in all five phantasm movies (laughs) uh yeah it's just gross puppet sex yeah and well they're loving it because think about both of them eve is like i am a potato monster girl no one's ever going to want to have sex with me. And Belial was like, I am just now not thinking about murder 24-7 and want to see if I can make my dick come out again and pop out of my front from somewhere. <laughs> Don't know where it emerges from. But yeah, I feel great for both of them. Bravo. Like, I'm glad that they, because they both seem to have, be having a great time. It's not like Belial's was like, was in there for like two seconds, just got himself off and he's done. No, she's having a great time too. Yeah. Take care of your lovers, people.
1: Dwayne gets a baseball bat and attacks Belial because he's losing it here. Oh, He takes yeah. it down because like he doesn't fit in anymore. And grabs a sewing needle, like a knitting needle, and starts stabbing. I thought
0: <laughs> he was just going to kill Belial at first, but he stabs into him. This is, like, my favorite Dwayne of the entire movie is him manic and, like, insane. Because yeah, he, uh, he's, like, standing over Belial, who's in that, like, post-coitus, like, haze of just, like, everything's perfect and I could take a nap right now. And he's like, hey, um, I really need to talk to you for a second. Wham! <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. He just starts stitching himself and Belial oh. back together on his side like they were before.
0: And there's blood spurts hitting everything. Yeah. Belial's screaming, D- Dwayne's screaming, but he has like that maniacal, like, scream smile on.
1: Then <laughs> everyone comes in the room, Granny Ruth and all the other freaks, and they see them standing there together, right as credits roll.
0: Oh, yeah, because it's like, it's okay. We're whole again because he stitched them together. This is the autographed picture I have from uh, Kevin that's awesome yeah well this is where i learned because i remember where he was going to be at that con and i've seen basket case and i had no idea that there was a two or three and i got that picture it's like oh it's cool it's like the them together like i've never seen that of that didn't happen in the first one maybe it's like a cut scene or something i like it and he goes oh yeah that's for basket case two. i go there's a two he's like there's also a three i'm like there's a three <laughs>
1: Yep, yeah, that's Basket Case too. Um, It's a fun time. It's it's not as much as the first one, but I still have fun with it.
0: Oh yeah, this series I have a lot of fun with. I love Frank Hennelotter so much. I wish he would do more stuff. Sir, you're still alive. You have a pulse. Go make another movie.
1: Not only are you still alive, Patty Mullen is still with us. Frank and Hooker 2, get on it.
0: Kevin Van Rick is still alive. There could be a Basket Case 4, easily. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. Um, no, I love it so much. I love this guy's work. I love the Basket Case series. All I can say is... All right, are you referencing Count of the Dead? Let's get into the count of the dead. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. The
1: Robin for Count of the Dead, where we tally up all the deaths in the movie. Where do you think we got with Basket Case 2?
0: Oh, um... Because the flash, they do a couple flashback scenes, but that doesn't count because that's from the No, I already the counted them movie. in the first one. Yeah. yeah. There's a few. Um, I don't it was I don't think it was an insane number. I'm gonna say five again.
1: Five again. You've been on a roll lately, my friend. You got it.
0: Doug! Oh Brett got the count of the dead again. I love it. Belial screech. That's Greg's Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. Now we're getting into my ratings from Dimension Z. So basically, I'll take something from the movie, and I rate the movie 1 through ten, one being the worst and 10 being the best. Now come up with that thing right now. All right, so I'm going to, like, this whole movie is about Belial meets people like himself, of unique persons. Yeah. So, which one of the unique persons are you? Okay. So, but I already said my number, like number one, the worst one for me is Worm Man because he just has worms hanging out of his face, and it looks like like because he keeps like kind of touching his face, it looks like it would itch, be super annoying. That it also like grosses me out more than any of the other things that you see in this movie. Like I hate yeah. Worm Man. Number ten's Belial. If you can be anyone, you're being Belial. You're being the dude. You're laying pipe. Um, Basket Case 2, like you said, is no basket case. That holds a special place in my heart. And like Terry Susan Smith asked us during our special interview episode that everyone should try to go check out. Um, She's like, why do you love it so much? And I was like, I don't know. It's like there's a lot of heart in it in the first one there's a lot of like i love the grittiness i love like it's like a brother story it's like a uh love between family members two like i said reminds me of like they took that and now this is like the texas chainsaw two version of it of it's like wacky and it's like all over the place and it's like funny this one um but i still love it i'm giving it a seven out of ten i love basket case Two. It's so much fun. There's a reason why I love this series. It's just so great to, like, hang out with Dwayne and Belial and see where they go. Like, I wish there was, like, Basket Case, like, 8. When are we getting Gabriel from Malignant versus Belial? I am campaigning hard against that. People are talking about, like, Megan and Chucky teaming up. Bullshit!
1: Oh, I want that Megan Chucky crossover bad.
0: Oh, me too. But Belial and Gabriel is what the people are begging for.
1: <laughs> um, I I went a little lower than you. I still gave it, I think, fair for the movie. I went five and a half unique okay. persons out of ten. Um, it's no basket case to me. Like, part of me wonders that if, if basket case should have been one and done, but it's not. Oh. And this is what we got. And there's still entertaining parts in it. I enjoy it. Um. But there's just a lot of things. I'm like, oh, come on, like not even like bad, but just compared to the first. Like, like I said, I hate the new Belial design. Uh, there's I like just a it. lot of things I don't like in this movie. But there's a lot of things I don't want to just harp on that. There's a lot of things I do like in this movie too.
0: Yeah. Oh, then like um. I love, like, the the effects in it. Like, all the makeup they did on everyone's, like, pretty awesome. Everyone looks very unique. It's not like they have, like, okay, well, in the background, we just have, like, a few that kind of look the same. No, everyone's, like, real done up. I wonder what, like, the uh, budget for just the makeup was.
1: Probably most of it.
0: Yes. But unless you have anything else, man. No, that's all I got on Basket Case too. Well, we hope that Basket Case 2 has left your brain throbbing with... All
1: right, that's the end of the episode, guys. You know the drill. Follow us on all the social medias. Just look for the Throbbing with Horror Pumpkin. Please rate us five stars on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. And come back for next week for the next episode.